is the woke tide ebbing? I saw a Babylon Bee headline that <laughs> said um, Victoria's Secret was quietly canceling their Lizzo line. <laughs> yeah, if you do something tremendously stupid, you should loose your customers, you know, but then there's no need to ruin anyone's lives except maybe the idiot VP who was in charge of all this from the beginning. And now no one drinks Bud Light because if you do, you're gay. The problem with woke is it never really started with reality. It started with a narrative that wasn't actually based on a solid reality of what was going on in the West. Hello, and welcome to the Pop Culture Contrarian podcast. I'm sitting here with Thomas and Andrew. Hello. Hey, everybody. Today, we are talking about a question we have, which is, is the woke tide ebbing? It seems to us that maybe it is. So we'll start with that question. Is the woke tide ebbing? Andrew? We have some evidence that it is in certain areas. Yeah. And I don't know if we want to dig directly well, into those. Some of the general ones are up next. So, okay. so yes, there's some evidence for it. Thomas, I'd say so. what's your take? Yes, but with a lot of caveats. Yeah, I think so too. The The other question we kind of threw around was, is the woke tide already out? Mm-hmm. I don't think it is no. already out. I do think it's ebbing. That's not to say that it couldn't flow back in. But right now, I think it's ebbing. Yeah. Ebbing. All right. Yeah. All right. So we've seen a lot of really, I think, hopeful things recently. We've seen in the past year, we saw these big uh, Bud Light protests after the whole Dylan Mulvaney thing. And now no one drinks Bud Light because if you do... You're gay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We're not going to get canceled. I mean, come on. That happened a long time ago. Well, but also, you know. Well, I mean, let's throw the caveat on with Bud Light right off the bat. Now, I guess we haven't heard this. Tell us about it, Thomas. Uh, Dana White just signed a deal with uh, Bud Light to sponsor. What? Okay. Yeah. He's trying. His argument is this. He's not trying to apologize for uh, or or make an excuse necessarily for Bud Light still in love anything. But what his take is historically and currently there, Bud Light has had a lot of quality people working for them. It's a big company. It's had conservative roots for a long time and that people are losing jobs over this. And, you know, it'd be nice to help those pe- good people continue to have a job. That's mm-hmm. kind of his argument. I mean, Okay, who is I? So I, I'm still a little bit lost. Who's Dana White? Is that what Dana is White? He, uh, it's Dana White, I believe. He's okay. the he's the owner of um, MMA. Trying to refurbish it. Yeah. So we're not canceling. He's not canceling it. He's trying to save it. It's kind of like yeah, right. That, that, because that would be the that is the, the way it should be. If you do something tremendously stupid, you should loose your customers. You know, but then there's no need to ruin anyone's lives except maybe the idiot. VP who was in charge of all this from the beginning. Well, I mean, the the, the one caveat, and caveat, I keep using that word, um, here with this is, or the one disappointment to this is that Bud Light still hasn't actually apologized for that move. Right. Um, it should say, it should offer a Maya Copa and say, hey, this was stupid. Supporting Dylan Mulvaney and his gender bending is not something that we should have done, and we apologize for that. Then they would win back all their fans, I think. Well, they would have. I think it's probably too it's late prob- at this point. Well, 
still, there's better late than never. Yeah. And this, to me, seems like they're trying to just hope for never and that they can just get past it. And maybe they will over the long run, but right, it's too bad. Well, that's all interesting, but that's not our main talk. That's just one of the many evidences right. we have. Right, right. Um, on top of that, we've got things like, you know, the whole backlash with Target where they had to in the South, at least, move their LGBTQ stuff out of the front where they had disgusting bathing suits and stuff like that. Yeah, and there was also designs from a overt oh, Satanist. Right. Yes, yeah. And a bunch of nasty stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it turns out most people aren't fans of pedophilia. Yeah. Or Satanism. Not, you know. not that there's not an effort to normalize it, because yeah. there definitely is. But then we've also got other areas like, you know, not that this is anything that we're too in tune with, but I have seen this headline that apparently Victoria's Secret is turning away from wokeness, i.e. body positivity in their yeah. models and going for sexy people again, which is like, you're a lingerie company. That makes sense. That should have been your focus the whole time. Uh, I saw a Babylon B headline that <laughs> said... Um, Victoria's Secret was quietly canceling their Lizzo line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Babylon Beast are good. Oh, you guys are great over yeah, there. Speaking of them, there's it's been a banner year since we mentioned D- Dylan Mulvaney for him because he just got uh, named Woman of the Year by some magazine that doesn't normally do that and Man of the Year by, by Babylon Beast. So he's just, he's just winning everything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, there's our, some more examples. There's more examples. Coca-Cola has removed their support from BLM from their website. Uh, and and when, did that, when did that happen? That must have In the past week. Just yeah. early since this whole... It's Hamas is because yeah. of it, right? Yep. Yeah. And this is the week of the uh, 23rd, 24th right now? Yes. Today uh, today's the 26th. Yeah. 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 So there's that. And then there's also this whole Snow White thing where they the actress who's playing Snow White in the upcoming Disney remake completely trashed the story of Snow White and seemingly everyone was like, this is an American classic and it's a generally a classic fairy tale. What's wrong with you? You should appreciate the big break you're being given. Yeah. She wasn't, she saying that Snow White was the Snow White now is not going to be a victim. She's going to be like a, a boss and right. She's not dreaming about true love. She's looking to effectively set up her own entrepreneurial business or whatever. And it's like, she's a 13-year-old princess or however old she is. You know, yeah. that, that yeah. whatever. It was a down with the patriarchy kind of a statement. Yeah. 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 I can't wait for the Daily Wire version. Right. So that's the other thing is the Daily Wire is now releasing a competing Snow White movie with Brett Cooper, who does have black hair in the movie, fair skin, yeah. and red lips. So it's, you know, yep. Snow White, her hair was black as ebon, her skin was white as snow, and her lips were red as Roses, rubies, I'm not sure which. And Ben Shapiro's going to play every single one of the seven dwarves. <laughs> yes. Yes. I uh, think that was another Babylon Bee headline, right, probably. Right, yeah, because yeah, the probably. seven dwarfs in Disney's version are not dwarfs anymore. They're seven magical hobos. <laughs> what in the world? If you've seen the image, they're not, they're, they're men, yeah. they're women, they're tall, they're short, they're black, they're white. They're just, how they're, are these? They're not dwarves, in other words. Right, right. Yeah. Well, people are just tired of it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, It's weird, and it is just not in line with what normal people care about. Well, right? like we've said multiple times uh, when we've discussed Woke, the problem with Woke is it's not creative. It doesn't have anything to offer. All it has to do is tear down what it was before. And every once in a while, people realize, oh, 
these things we have are pretty cool. Maybe we don't tear them down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which which is why I think and when we're talking about the potential ebbing of woke, one of the factors is just that. It it's not giving people anything. Right. I I think that's something we touched on briefly before we started, but right. it's it's not so much as much as the conservative movement would like to destroy woke that the conservative movement has been destroying woke. It it hasn't. It's done good at pushing back where necessary, but it's not like conservatives are undoing woke. Woke is undoing itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening here. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to throw to you, Andrew, because you've got kind of a more uh, interesting, I think, focus on this whole ordeal and why this is changing. So what's your, what's your idea for this? Yeah. So I think that, well, well, first of all, part of the direction this is going, I think is due to when times get hard yeah. and real, this stuff just falls away because mm-hmm. when you don't have time to think up all of these problems, when the world is a dangerous place yeah. and it's, and I'll comment on a specific point of the world mm-hmm. being a dangerous p- place right here. When the world is a dangerous place and we're worried about war, we're worried about famine, yeah, national security, our institutions falling apart, our economy falling apart. Mm-hmm. Woke is not going to put groceries on the table. Nope. It's not going to keep our border safe. Nope. It's not going to keep terrorists out of our communities. Nope. But it will tell you why paying more for bananas and eggs is a good thing. It will tell you why having a closed border is an evil thing. And it will tell you why the terrorist living next door to you is actually the goal of Western society for thousands of years. Yeah. Well, it's it's that classic uh, uh, example of when the fantasy is finally confronted by reality, the fantasy quickly dissolves, yeah. um, and um, reality has a it's not subject to emotion. Yeah, yeah. I think the the thought on that line though has been yeah, this is going to disperse as soon as it's faced with reality from a decade ago or more. Where all the, oh these stupid social justice warrior or college students, they'll, they'll learn when they go in the real world. And then it seemed like, and it has been that, well, it seems like the real world is bending to their crazy beliefs instead of the other way around. And now we're yeah. seeing a little bit of, okay, maybe the real world really is having its say finally. Yeah. I'm, it, it, it is. I mean, what, what we've said with woke is it's a revolutionary idea, but what it is, is Marxism repackaged. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's an old revolutionary idea but it's, you know, put on a different outfit, as it were. James and Lindsay is calling it a different species of the genus Marxism. So where Soviet-style communism was like a gorilla, uh, wokeism is like a chimpanzee. But yeah. they're, they're still closely related. Yeah, right? and so the revolutionary ideas that survive long-term have a lasting impact because they still have to deal with elements of reality and Maybe they're bending reality to their will to some degree, but they're still dealing with reality. The problem with woke is it never really started with reality. It started with a narrative that wasn't actually based on a solid reality of what was going on in the West. It could pick apart elements of uh, things that are deservedly deserved criticism Mm -hmm. for, for failing in certain ways, but it, kind of like uh, what we said with some of these other influencers. They might 
pinpoint the problem, but then they offer a solution that d- won't solve it. That's not a solution. Yeah, you can't critique mm-hmm. your way out of a 10-foot hole right. in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have a ladder. Well, but, I think that gets actually yeah. back to th- being confronted with reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then also when reality strikes, it exposes the truth. Yep. And a really good example of that, and we listed several examples of movements or organizations or things backing off of the woke. Yep. One example is... Uh, Black Lives Matter, where they have actually leaned in to saying, hey, this is who we are, you know, and yeah, on that note, Coca-Cola, they removed their endorsement to right, Black right. Lives Matter. But when the attacks happened on 10-7. On Israel. Uh, from off, yes, yeah. the terrorist attacks. Black Lives Matter stood in solidarity with Palestine and tweeted out literal images of the paragliders, and for yeah. those who may not be aware, that was a key f- element of the assault. Yeah, specifically on the music festival. This was just, there's no way to spin that image except as terrorist propaganda. Right. So Black Lives Matter literally posting out, we are for terrorists killing babies. Essentially. And innocent festival goers. Yeah. That is the reality strikes and believe people when they tell you who they are. <laughs> Right. And they have leaned in many times and said, we are Marxist. And to what you're saying, Thomas, mm-hmm. it's just re woke is repackaged Marxism. And they've said, we are trained Marxists. And essentially they are for the destruction of civilization. Yeah. Decolonization. Well, their word. D- let's put it this way. They're, they're for the destruction of the West and Western civilization. Um, they believe, you know, that that it's an inherently unfair system because not everyone that the whole equity dynamic not everyone ends up exactly with the same mm-hmm. um well it's the oppressor yeah. oppressed dynamic right. which is what is utilized as a tool in a, a marxist system to overthrow an existing society and then force revolution so that the next society can be reborn right right it's kind of like it, there's so much self-hatred tied up with the whole worldview of BLM and the decolonization and, and saying, you know, settlers are not civilians and things like that. Yeah, that was, yeah, settlers are not civilians. That wasn't BLM. I think it was a Yale professor, but it was okay. supporting BLM's line on this whole issue. But there's so much self-hatred in this. It's like if you convinced an anthill that the queen of the anthill was oppressing them and they needed to kill the queen. Well, then yeah. the whole anthill dies. I hope when people see this, and I think that Coca-Cola and their action is maybe a um, a sign of this happening, yep. and that is the woke tide ebbing when it becomes so obvious and blatant that this is the side that stands with evil, Yep. and maybe beforehand it was too subtle or too obfuscated. Or people just or didn't believe the things BLM said. Yeah. Well- I mean, but it's cl- crystal clear now. I mean, you can't get more cr- clear than that. No. Well, I mean, the narrative that BLM was pumping was that our systems are corrupt, not only corrupt, but they are systemically evil, systemically racism. You know, like effectively every police department exists solely for the oppression of colored people. Right. Is kind of the 
the oh theme. hang on you said that wrong you put the colored in front of the word people instead of vice versa uh, that makes you racist yep it's For people of color thomas pox, pox pox on my house i guess <laughs> yeah um yeah and i think that why now woke is suddenly being exposed is it was preaching effectively a lie it was it was a narrative that it kept repeating and repeating and repeating and they could point to these certain incidents, like let's let's use George Floyd as an example, which kind of ignited it, but there was others before that. And they could talk about it in such a fashion that that there they con- almost controlled how it was talked about. Right. So on that topic of the narrative yeah. and BLM controlling how these things are talked about, mm-hmm. I think that feeds into your right. topic here. So right, in which is the control of kind of the circles or the the media scape that we run in which mm-hmm. is uh social media very right. social media one of the things that we've long bemoaned over the last five years at least probably longer about five years yeah is how the big tech industry and the big tech social media companies primarily have all been effectively run by the left the woke right they're silencing voices they don't like and pushing the narrative they do. Right. Yeah, that's um, true and they were the mainstream in, media as well. Right. Oh, yeah. And they were actively media. engaged in this. And so one of the things that has helped to break this monopoly was Elon Musk. Yep. Mm-hmm. Buying Twitter, now X. Um, and then. Weird name, by the way. Musk, I like you, but. Well, he names name. everything X. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, so <laughs> he not only exposed what was going on in Twitter with the Twitter files. Oh, yeah. And so the government literally working with social media companies saying, we want this censored, we want this person banned, we you know, this information good, this information bad, suppress this, expose, you know, promote this, et cetera. And if you want a specific example on that, it's the, the laptop from hell. That's yeah, the, the Hunter Biden laptop. Hunter Biden laptop. The, the, is one Biden yeah, major example. Biden reached out to these Facebook and Twitter well, and all via these companies. The FBI. Via the FBI and said, there's going to be some disinformation soon about Biden, so when you see it, make sure to censor that. It's coming from Russia. Right. And and the the disinformation was the laptop that was totally credible, totally reliable, and absolutely factually true. And, and has would been have demonstrated again and again and again to not be disinformation, to be just factual truth. That would have influenced the outcome of the election. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, according to polls, yes. Yes. Anyway... What Musk, by by effectively breaking the stranglehold on social media by the woke left, mm-hmm. and then allowing for and promoting more of a free speech platform. Now, it's not perfect, but it's getting better, actually. Uh, the different systems that have been put in place at, since he's taken over, like the, uh, community notes. the community notes, for example. Yeah. It allows for what the, the whole ideal behind free speech is that ultimately truth wins right and so you if you believe in that then you're going to do everything you can to ensure that free speech is 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 permitted mm-hmm. um and so i think that's what we're starting to see with this but what we see with what happened with hamas there we start people are shocked by like real evil mm-hmm. and they're suddenly like okay we've been told all this stuff about how terrible in systemically racist America is, which it is not. I mean, we've had our periods of racism for sure. Yeah. But it's not today, and it hasn't been a major problem for, I would say, 40 years. Right. 
And so now we see something that is, you want to see bad racism? Boom, right there. I mean, the idea that these that Palestinians are bragging about killing Jews. And they're mm-hmm. calling home saying, hey, dad, I killed Jews. Your son killed Jews with my own hands. And dad's like, great. So this is, that's not hyperbole. These You can listen to these phone yeah, calls. Yeah, this is, and, and thankfully, Twitter, X, is in a place where this stuff got out and isn't being censored thankfully yeah. and the narrative isn't being carefully crafted from Washington or from Silicon Valley or both in cahoots or I don't know who else might be in on you know this kind of uh, information control conspiracy right you're seeing videos from the Hamas members you're seeing videos from the IDF yeah. you're you're seeing what's happening on the ground without any kind of spin before you see it. Right. And so what it what it forces is the question of, wait a second, the whole narrative for woke has primarily been focused on the West, saying the West and specifically America is the problem of the world. Yep. Now, when you want to compare and see what real just racist evil looks like, and then say, okay, what is the problem? Who's the who, what's the what's the real problem here? Right, right. You know, try to try to convince an Israeli today that global warming is the biggest threat to humanity right now. It's the existential crisis of our day. Yeah, I know. Yet, meanwhile, we're going to force the EVs and destroy our uh, energy policy here at home. But let's see. Then that's going to drive oil prices up and who's a major producer of oil Iran and who funds all of these terrorist organizations Iran and so and not just that at this point now these terrorist organizations that are working for Iran are attacking US outposts in the Middle East yeah over two dozen US soldiers have been wounded in the last couple of weeks ridiculous all caused by poor energy policy driven by the green dream mm-hmm. yeah so I think that is starting to come to a head. People are starting to ask the questions about, wait, where is the practical uh, reality of going green actually going to end us up at? And more people are starting to ask that question. But I think even sooner, Sterling, mm-hmm. is the issue with immigration or oh, yeah. illegal immigration that's really waking up a lot of these These folks. are all examples of reality yep. showing itself and impacting people physically. Right, yeah. and these are all woke issues that they've been pushing. Yeah. So they pushed decolonization with Hamas. They pushed the narrative with Twitter. And now they've been pushing this idea that no person is illegal and, and that the border should be open and that America is just so wealthy. And and this is, I think, part of the, the misconceit people have about this, that yeah. they think America is so wealthy, so powerful, so big, that there's no number of people coming into the U.S. illegally that could affect our standard of living. And thankfully... Some bright-thinking people in Texas and Florida, Governor Greg Abbott and Governor Ron DeSantis, came up with a really good way to prove that, no, it's going to affect your standard of living. (laughs) And so they started busing and shipping these migrants to these sanctuary cities and sanctuary states, Chicago, Washington, D.C., New York City, all of Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And now you have the governor of New York City, Eric Adams, saying, this is a this is a horrible horrible problem. We cannot house all these people, it's and insane. I don't see a solution to it. Yeah, Call on the government, the federal government, to do something about this. Yeah, 
And so when you have the Democratic mayor of New York City calling on Biden to do something about the border, then suddenly it's like, oh, this is real. <laughs> I actually do. It's not just affecting Texas and Arizona and New, New Mexico, which I don't care about because those are don't, don't, they don't vote for me anyway. But New York, they vote for me. So I guess I got to do something now. Well, we'll see if they do something. I mean, I guess he's he has admitted, well, we got to build some more of the wall. Well, it, yeah. he says we got to. We, I'm, My hands are tied. I have yeah, to build I, the wall. Of well, course, that's we, never stopped him before. No, it was it, the same excuse it, he used in Af- getting out of Afghanistan the way he did. Well, I couldn't do anything about that. That's that plan was laid before he came to office. Right, no, could have changed it. Like you, you did, did all it. the others. No, not the way um, you did it. Yeah, I, I think that it's not that the leaders are squawking is one thing. I think what's even more telling is that their constituents are squawking. Oh, yeah. and mad, and these are constituents that. Are the ones that generally are their are the the left's base, like the Democrat base, right? Would you? I I would imagine that no New Yorker in the year twenty nineteen or or twenty sixteen when Trump was talking about building the wall, I imagine that there was almost no New Yorker who'd ever actually met an illegal immigrant, you know, who had just come over, and they they never conceived that this could affect their life in any uh, way, shape, or form. Well, I, I'm sure they met him. But I don't know that they saw the problem of, you know, tens of thousands. Um, and, that's, and and now with more than 60,000 illegals in New York City, they're like, oh, right. this is a problem. Well, it is. Anytime you absorb a significant population of people who don't, who literally have nothing. they they Lots of them can't speak the language. Yeah. They're not necessarily trained for any, we're not getting good people we're getting just people who are coming because the border's open so they're not mm-hmm. necessarily trained in any skill we need they're not currently necessarily useful to america and that is something that should matter in who you let into your country in addition to that i think this week is either this week or last week up to 10 iranians were captured yeah, at the border the, oof, and at terror le- watch list, at least two yeah. of them, at least two of them were on the terror watch yeah. list. So it's not just people who are coming, oh, regular yeah. people trying to have a, a better life, which I have sympathy for people yeah, who I have want sympathy with that. a better life, but it's not, that's not the only issue of draining resources, but it's literal terrorists just coming across but the border the from number Iran. Of people on the FBI watch, watch list who have been apprehended at the border is, is I think it's dozens, if not over a hundred. There have been North Koreans. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Good grief. What it exposes is the, the, the fallacious concept of no borders being uh, a legitimate. Right. <laughs> uh, kind of. And just the simple idea of no person is illegal. Right. If, if, <laughs> Well, if the, Osama bin Laden was coming across the border, you can bet that AOC would be saying that person's illegal. <laughs> well, I, I think that it, it, it's a unfortunately the term has been used disingenuously. You know, they throw out, well, no person's illegal. Well, in what context? That's what's missing. Yeah. We're not saying that they're less they're not. They're an illegal human. being. Right. It's not illegal for them to be alive. Right. That's not what the the term illegal alien is referring to. It's, it's referring to the, the criminal act they, by necessity, by definition, commit in order to enter the United States. Or that they have overstayed uh, their their visa or whatever, right. and so their, their actual uh, staying within the country is illegal based upon that law. But even then, if presumably if you were able to secure a visa, there's some value to your presence in the U.S., and people coming across illegally across the border, there's not even that guarantee. No. I mean, I, 
I'm sympathetic toward the idea that we should have a immigration reform, which is kind of a loaded word because depending on what side you're on, but I do think we need truly immigration reform in how we uh, conceive of our immigration system. Yeah. And I do think the work visa system, yeah. which we had for a long time before we decided to say, and I don't know exactly when this happened. Uh, I don't know if it was, it was 70s. Yeah, when, when we decided... Uh, that work visa system that we've had that had had where Mexicans have been coming seasonally to work in the fields and stuff. Well, we're going to stop that. And that to me, that, that, yeah, that that's foolish. what started to create this whole problem in the first place it was woke itself is an antithetical to how our system is, was developed and founded. Yeah. And it, it's attacking that. And well, that's, it's not just that it's antithetical. It's that its purpose is to be antithetical to those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's it's inherently anti-American. And so the promulgate. So you can't have woke and the American system working working together. No. They just can't. It's it's trying to mix oil and water. It's, it's not going to work. It's like these people who think truly that no contradiction between a Christian who believes in Jesus saying that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Also saying, but Muslims go to heaven too. Yeah. Well, then you're, these things are just self. You're trying to mix, yeah, two different ideologies that do not that that disagree with one another, and disagree with 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 one another fundamentally on what it means for society, what society is, and what a flourishing society looks like. Yeah. And individual freedom and the and the protection of the rights of the individual from the tyranny of a government is not what woke is about. No. Woke says. Irrespective to the individual, what we want is everyone the same, mm-hmm. and that's and what they pitch is we want the government to protect you from everyone else, right? And then and they and they don't and, and they're opposed to uh, mer- a meritocracy, a system that that rewards based upon merit. They say no, 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 no. That's not fair. They say that's why like, shouldn't be allowed to exist. Like Oregon just passed uh, the the. The school board in the state of Oregon just just passed a new uh, rule where, at least for the next five years, uh, they're not going to consider competency in reading, oh, yeah. writing, and math in order to be able to get your um, diploma. To graduate. Yeah. How is that helpful? Uh, because it, doing anything else would be harmful to BIPOC students, Andrew. You racist. What, oh my well, the irony is that very position. It's not helping these people. Well, that, no, no, because that, they're graduating, they're getting a diploma that's useless because it doesn't signal anything at all. Well, that that the very concept of that thinking itself is racist. Right. If you believe that this, that in order for black people and people of color to be able to graduate high school, you have to lower the standard. Right. That is racist. And and I, I guarantee you, if you got the data and looked at results from 1995 with the same schools probably of, of black and BIPOC students in 1995 versus today, the results were better in 1995. I'm, I guarantee it just because there were actual standards then. So uh, um, going back to our original kind of question, is it is it ebbing? Is the tide ebbing? Yes. Um, I think as more and more of the real world situations mount and woke ideas that have been put up that the, the the fantasy woke ideals that have been put up to supposedly make for a more just society mm-hmm. implode left and right it it becomes easier and faster for people to say this system that 
whatever they're wanting us to to deny everything before it was much better than this. And yeah, I I gotta say it was interesting. I think it was a a BLM um, leader in uh, Rhode Island, I think, who has recently come out and endorsed Trump because <laughs> that's remarkable. <laughs> because they said life was better under Trump. Holy moly! So if that uh, scales falling from eyes here, this yeah. is. Oh, goodness gracious. Never imagined that. Yeah, it, it I think it is ebbing. Uh, yeah. One area we we probably should have budgeted for in our discussion today, but we didn't, is with these higher education, with Harvard and Yale and all yeah. these places mm-hmm. where you have these big donors who've just blindly been giving money to indoctrination centers for however long are finally saying, you're supporting the murder of Jews. I'm not giving you any more money. Yeah, yeah. And so... Once you start hitting Harvard in its wallet, do you think maybe they'll back off on some of their more extreme views and hire better educators? I hope so. I hope so. I mean, we, what we have to be also ready for, and maybe the main word here I'm going to throw out is patience. Yeah. This is not something that's going to happen overnight. Rarely, rarely do, does real big good change happen overnight. It It's, it's kind of a, a slog. It's, you know... One step at a time, move, move it forward, move it forward. Um, and so these are positive signs, um, but the b- battle is nowhere near over on right. this. Right, we still need momentum. I do think the woke tide is ebbing. That's not to say it couldn't come back in. That's not to say it couldn't get another, a second wind and, and start brainwashing people all over again. Well, the other thing what is bankrupt with is a vision for the future that is inspiring to and purpose giving to individuals and especially the young, the generation coming up, what is the vision that they're being given? Right. Mm -hmm. And, and there's such a lack of that, that you're seeing the right has some vision. Christianity has some vision, but there's a, a, a problem with communicating that I think. And so what you're getting is, and this is kind of a teaser for one of our future episodes is this, what I'm calling the alt conservative or alt-traditional views being espoused by people like Andrew Tate and uh, Pearl Davis, mm-hmm. which are acknowledging some of the correct problems we see in society, but their solutions aren't. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't fix it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think we should do a series on this, a culture war series. Yep, yep. So the next one will be about the alt-traditionalism, I think. Yeah. yeah. All right, so the summary, we, we, the woke tide is ebbing. We think so. For now, you know, it's not a guarantee of the future, but right now it's ebbing. Uh, We've talked about Bud Light a little bit, Snow White, Target, Coca-Cola, BLM and Hamas, Twitter and X and Elon Musk, who I don't think anyone would have guessed he would be the free speech advocate we needed in the 21st century, but I'm glad we have him. And, of course, the the Ron DeSantis' and Greg Abbott's of the world making the problem hit home in the New York Mm -hmm. cities and the Washington, D.C.'s of the world. So this has been our episode on Is the Woke Tide Ebbing? We think so. Uh, That's hopeful, and we're glad for that. This has been the Pop Culture Contrarian podcast with Thomas Sterling and Andrew. The Pop Culture Contrarian is brought to you by The Patriot Post. The Patriot Post is the oldest news policy and opinion digest on the web. It's right. It's free. Hey, be sure to like and subscribe, and tell your friends. Bye. Bye. See you guys.